Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Collingwood's most extraordinary run of victories and close ones at that continued in the most amazing exhibition of Friday Night Football. And coming up, we hear from our AFL Nation experts and the two coaches as we reflect on the Pies' stunning 11th win in a row in front of 70,000 at the MCG. He'll kick from 53 so he can take his full 30. The win! It's all over! It's all over, they cannot be beaten! The siren rings out around the MCG. They've done it again, the Pies! Chris the kick after the siren, but it doesn't matter. It goes seven points. point. They win by seven points in a truly unforgettable game of football. And this Collingwood team is just a force that can't be stopped. The Magpies are second on the ladder after last night, and I'm sure their fans have woken up this morning with the widest of smiles as the self-belief and possibilities in 2022 grow. The Demons won all the statistical categories easily last night, including almost 100 more disposals, most of those in handballs, 24 more inside 50s and 20 more clearances. In fact, they had 21 to 7 in the centre clearances and they had the leading three disposal winners on the ground but lost. We were treated to high-class football right from the start last night with a brilliant opening term despite the greasy conditions, highlighted by intense contested battles and, refreshingly, accurate goal-kicking. The Ds had the edge early, led by the usual suspects, Viney and Oliver, and with Brayshaw again in the middle, it allowed Petrarca to primarily be part of a dangerous forward line. And with Fritz Lively, the Ds looked very threatening. But Dugowie and Pendlebury led the way as the Pies were able to get the game back played in a more open style. Elliott's two opening term goals proved that he was the most potent forward out there. And after an 11-goal first quarter, it was the Ds leading by eight. After his controversial comments on Match Eve, there was a big moment as Ed Langdon early in the second took a chest mark 30 metres out and converted to silence the howling Pies fans. And the Demons had the first 10 inside 50s of the second term as Collingwood struggled to get enough pace and their ball movement out of defence against the Ds' interceptors. Ben Brown kicked an incredible long-range set snapshot goal, but mostly the Demons didn't take enough advantage of the dominance led by Max Gorn. The Ds dominated field position again at the start of the second half with repeat entries. Somehow, though, the Pies were able to hold on. And when they finally got out of the gridlock and all the way to McCreary to mark a sizzling Majacek kick, the margin was just 12. And it gave the Pies belief as they started to find a way to move the ball quickly, either down the middle or often wide, changing the angles. Spargo finally trickled it through a beauty and it looked like the Ds class would eventually see them opening up a match-winning lead. But Majacek's courage to mark at the top of the goal square and convert showed the Pies just wouldn't go away. The margin at the final break, just seven points. 
And the Pies really started to control the game at the start of that last quarter. Elliot laid another awesome tackle to kick his fourth goal and young Ash Johnson showed what a player he's already become as the Pies took the lead. The MCG was at fever pitch as the lead changed hands several times but Johnson coolly slotted his fourth and that proved to be the last and most important goal as the Pies brilliantly defended their lead. Keeping the game all locked up for the final six minutes or so with the D's not really getting a shot at victory. In the end, the final margin was seven points and the excitement now just grows for the Pies. Let's hear from our AFL Nation expert, Dermot Brereton, with his thoughts on a brilliant Collingwood win. And all Came the... out that blind, how much did they win by? Melbourne, oh, if they kicked poorly, four goals. If they kicked accurately, seven. Yeah. <laughs> they so lost. Great. And the, the other thing is the contested mark count. Um, the, the Chief... The chief contested markers were Gorn, May, Ben Brown. Lever didn't get that much of the contested mark, but he still got in the way of it a few times. So for most of the game, it was on their terms. I would seriously say, even though they've got to 89 points, for the amount of opportunity, and Collingwood's back line is pretty good. It's not, it's not world's best. It's pretty good. They don't maximise opportunities the Melbourne four line. And you think about it, a lot of their goals came on the run. So they're coming out of the midfield. They're coming out of express play. It's not a forward going, oh, I've done, I, I did this bloke, this, this opponent, my backman, I beat him. And I've turned around and kicked the goal. They don't get all that many like that. Well, they didn't tonight. So there's a couple of issues there. It's not, it's not dread, but you'd want to address that. So if you're someone like Sam Wiedemann, don't, don't hang up the towel for this year and say they're not putting me back in. Give us a few good performances. But I looked at that. Gorn, May, they were fantastic in the first half. Collingwood went around them after half time. They were still good in, at servants, those two, but Collingwood played a smarter game. The final thing I'll say about the way this game was played, in the first half, let's say there's a stoppage somewhere between the 250s in the midfield. Collingwood would orchestrate a loose man being Nick Dacos, 15 to 20 metres off the pack on the defensive side. Once the ball got to Collingwood's hands, he'd go past at express pace and look to carve up the opposition, put Melbourne under pressure. Melbourne would play a man out the back of everything in the opposite end and he would be like the goalkeeper. So he could survey everything in front of him. He wasn't on the back of the pack. And I thought it worked better for Melbourne in the first half. And after half-time, when it turned into helter-skelter, it worked better for Collingwood. Now, who knows which is the better play? Except one team won. (laughs) And they shouldn't have, if you're looking at that stat sheet. And that's the wonderful thing about our game, with no offside rule, with all these spasmodic plays that, that come into account. Oh, it was a fantastic game. It was a really enjoyable occasion to be here. Wonderful efforts everywhere. There was some bravery. There was some physical stuff in it. Yeah, I really enjoyed this game tonight. Dermot Brereton there reflecting on a great win by the Pies, despite the fact that Melbourne had the leading three disposal winners on the ground, Oliver 42, Petrarca 36 and Brayshaw 32. So let's hear from the coaches now. First, Craig McRae, whose dream run as rookie coach continues. How do you keep doing it, mate? Yeah, this group's got some belief, hasn't it? Um, 
I don't know, we just sort of get ourselves in positions where we just, you know, three-quarter time, there's a few smiles on their faces. It's like, here we go again. It's, it's just been our story. Um, you haven't been part of a team like it that uh, gets themselves in a situation that they just think, here we go, and we'll, we'll get the job done. So, um, sure, a lot of trust built um, in those moments. So, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty special. I don't know if that's our post-game address just then. It was longer than usual, Craig. But uh, what was your message to the players? Do you think that was the best win this year? I know there's been a lot of good ones. Yeah, it's hard to measure best win, but um, I was really proud of the group's last four or five minutes. We just went into autopilot of knowing what we needed to do in that situation. We just closed the game down. Um, We've had a lot of practice of this, but um, the ability for the group just to look so connected... um, yeah, we're trying to be we're trying to be in tune with each other, and that was the best execution we've done in that in that critical stage. Also, I know you've been committed to process, not outcome. But at some point, I guess in the coming days, do you reassess your message to the players and your goals this season? I mean, it looks like you're going to finish top four, and you'd have to say you're a genuine threat now. Oh no, we, we're we're living in the moment of getting better. That's always been our message. Um, we can't get too far ahead of ourselves. You know, you look at the stat sheet. It's a lot of red in it, so we're not naive. We've got a lot of work to do. Um, yeah, we, we, we finished our goals well. We took our chances. Um, got smashed the centre bounces. There's too, much, there's too much to work on to get too far ahead of ourselves. Um, yeah, I think we'll just live in the moment for now. Beating the rain in the Premier though, Jeremy said that Ed Langdon's comments were put up on a whiteboard. Yeah. So it must, yeah. It must have been a bit of a spur. Nah, nah. No, I actually really like you know, personality in the game. I, I'd encourage more of it. Speak up. Um, not because we won, but um, no, I think I think we're we're craving that, aren't we? I think it's, I saw saw the news flashes just light up. You guys are loving it, and so, so we should. Like, let's embrace this. Um, now I, I put it up on the whiteboard. Oh, I was having a bit of fun with myself because I'm a bit of a one trick pony before the game. <laughs> <laughs> I just do the same thing. I said, sorry, boys, I'm gonna just do the same prez out here. Um, no, nothing about Ed. He's um, actually really respect him as a player, and I'd encourage every every club to uh, have more of that. So Collingwood are only percentage off top spot with 15 wins and Sydney and Carlton to come. The Demons, on the other hand, are third and have the Blues and the Lions to come with a top four spot not assured. So let's hear from their coach, Simon Goodwin. Well, we just the stats sheet. If you looked at it without looking at the score, you'd think you won about four or five goals. Yeah, look, it is. I think uh, if you're a supporter, if you're a coach, if you're a player, pretty filthy on that. Um, you know, for large parts of the game, we're able to dominate the game um, and get the game on our terms. Um, but we let ourselves down, and in the end, Collingwood walked through the door. You know, we left the door ajar, and like the good team that they are, they walked through and they, they won critical contests at the end when it mattered. Um, but we left that door ajar, and uh, to be the team that we want to be, you can't do that. You've you got to execute better in bigger moments. You've got to... When you've got a team on the ropes, you've got to finish them off. And um, as a group, we, we left that door ajar for them. I think you commented on the trend in your midweek press conference. We might have let teams back in six or seven times this year where you've been up by four or five goals. Why do you think that trend is occurring? Oh, it's... Uh... It's a, you've got to be able to execute your method. You've got to be able to execute your processes and your role for a long period of time to be successful in AFL footy. Um, and to be the best, you need to do it all year, all the time. And um, that's our challenge. We're able to do it for, for big parts of that game and we weren't able to execute when it really mattered. So um, we've still got work to do. 
but the positives in all that are we are putting ourselves in some really dominant positions to then finish teams off. So that's up to us. That's up to us to keep working on it and to keep finding a way because there's still a great opportunity that sits in front of us. Um, but we've got to start doing it now. Just from a coaching perspective, in regards to Ed Langdon's comments during the week, obviously from a media perspective, we love the honesty and I love the honesty and, and the enthusiasm. But from a coaching perspective, how do you sort of see those comments? Like, is it an unwelcome headache? Oh, look, Ed's probably one of the more respect, respectful people that I know. Um, and he, by no means, would have been disrespect to Collingwood at all. Um, I think in the end what he was trying to say is they've got an enormous strength in how they play. They play fast, direct footy, they transition from the back half really well, they use the corridor well. And that was our challenge, to try and take that away. Um, so Ed got his words wrong, you know, he puts his hand up to that and it certainly wasn't disrespect to Collingwood. They've won 10 in a row because they've been doing and executing that very well. They've now won 11 in a row. So, um, you know, Ed will put his hand up and say he got that wrong, but I don't think we should criticise players for making mistakes either when they go in the media. Just more broadly, uh, Fly said he really liked the honesty and obviously probably worked for his side in pumping them up, but do you like that from, from players? You say it's a mistake, but do you like that honesty from, from players heading into games, if, even if it's not your team? Oh, I think the key thing is the honesty, but make sure we always have respect in the way we, we deliver. And I don't think, as I said, I don't think Ed had any disrespect towards the opposition. Um, I think if he could choose his words again, he might choose a few different ones. Out of the top four by the end of the round, and a couple of tough weeks obviously to come. Are you still as confident that you can do it? Yeah, absolutely. We're a special group of players, we've got a special club. For large parts of things, we're getting it right. So I've got enormous belief in this group, enormous belief in the people involved, and uh, still plenty to go. Simon Goodwin there reflecting on an amazing loss against the Pies. Don't forget to tune in to all the footy action on AFL Nation over the weekend and, of course, our experts coming up on Crunch Time. But we leave you with the highlights of Friday Night Football and a chance for you Collingwood fans to lap it up again. Johnson's the deep target. Lipinski out into the pocket. Kick goes for Johnson. One-on-one. Pushed! He was pushed! 30 metres from goal. Johnson is a fine set shot wow. and this is every bit of it. There has never been a team with greater belief in tight finishes than this Magpie outfit. And again, they claw their way to the front. They're waiting for the siren, but May squeezes out a kick. Chris takes the mark. The win. Hugs in the chest mark. And every Collingwood supporter around the MCG would give anything to get out there and give him a collective hug. It's all over. It's all over. They cannot be beaten. The siren rings out around the MCG. They've done it again, the Pies. Chris the kick after the siren, but it doesn't matter. It goes seven point. point. They win by seven points in a truly unforgettable game of football. And this Collingwood team is just a force that can't be stopped. Side by side they stick together To uphold the magpie's name See the barracas are shouting As all barracas show All the barracas
Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.